Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. The college football experience Tulane Green Wave season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Tulane green wave season preview. My name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. It's easy to see a tide turn. The green wave is turning baby. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be Hi, and we are talking green wave. You know, you know, I'm a Willie Fritz guy. You know, they've been part of my lock special for the past three years where I've locked up and you've doubted me, <laughs> but three straight years, they've gotten to bowls and went on that over. I'm coming around on Tulane. Willie Fritz. Look, this give me the Dundee music. Give me the. This is the Tulane Green Wave, national champions in 1998. <laughs> Undefeated season. Uh, Willie Fritz, three straight bowl games. This is a program that also has more SEC championships than a few of its members. <laughs> did you know that, Patty C? I did not, but that explains uh, LSU's successes. The fact that there was once. 
two teams in the state of Louisiana, which there should be, and now there's only one. Do That's I, where Tulane belongs. Do I need to tell you about some of the magical seasons in the SEC, Petty C? Sure, let's hear them. 1933, they were six, three, and one. 34, 10, and one. Then six and four, six and three, five and four, seven and two, eight and one. This team didn't have a losing season in the SEC from 1933. Actually, no. Yeah, from 1933 when they joined all the way up until 1941, they didn't have a losing season. Then, I mean, they had a 9 and 1 season in the SEC in 48, 7 and 2, 6 and 2. This team kind of kicked ass in the SEC. A respectable program for a long time at the highest level. So, now I understand why the SEC Look, if you want to expand SEC, how about you expand to some of your old roots? That's right. And grab the green wave. That is right. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. The gravy train of LSU having that state to itself. You know, it's funny how Texas is worth enough money to, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, put a second team in the state of Texas against its member programs. Will Will they? No, they will not. Those bastards. Uh, Here we are. Willie Fritz and his slamming hot wife. They they're just doing it big down there in, I'm a, you know, I'm a big Willie Fritz guy, honestly. Um, I know we like to have fun with that, but I I am a big fan. I think he's a great football coach. You look at his track record, look at what he's done. He is a great football coach. And uh, I'm excited to, uh, to, to really uh, 61 years old. This is a guy who was a defensive back at Pittsburgh state back in the day. He's had success everywhere. He's been Patty C go look at the track record. It will speak for itself. Um, uh, 10 win seasons at central Missouri. All right. Back to back 10 win seasons. He won the mineral bowl, pl- uh, a bowl game, the min- mineral <laughs> water, bowl mineral game. water bowl. Yeah. Huh? Uh, Sam Houston state 14 and one. Yeah. 11 and four, nine and five Georgia Southern nine and three, eight and four. Then he takes over a Tulane program and you doubted me. You doubted me. You doubted me, but three straight bowl games, three straight regular season win, like winning seasons or at least 500 seasons. Yeah. Well, no, they were oh, five they and were four. Fu- they were yeah, six and five. Yeah, last six year and five I mean, yeah. Okay. And he's getting it done. All right. He is getting it done. I'm excited for the future of the program on offense. They return nine starters, including last year. He said, fuck it. Started Michael Pratt. The freshman quarterback said, Hey, let's get it out of the way. I like the move. He's a super freshman now. All right. There it is. Was uh, uh four years to go still four years to go. And this whole team, Patty C, do I need to tell you that they only have one penciled in starter? That's a senior on the offense. Oh, snap. So the future is bright. Maybe two if they go with the uh, uh, tolls at the third wideout spot, but that's uh, that's open in camp. Um, I, I like. Uh, what do you what do you think of Pratt as a freshman? I thought he was awesome. I For mean, a freshman, I thought he looked great. Yeah, I thought he looked really good. Although I went back to watch film on uh, Tulane to kind of re- refresh my memory and. He was under a lot of pressure, you know, and the offensive line was like a sieve, letting the defense run right through it. And now I, I you know, I'm looking at some of these progn or these uh, these magazines we got here and these uh, posts, and apparently the offensive line's been a problem for a while. Uh, well, I also think, if memory serves me correct, I also think COVID played an issue with the the Green Wave a season ago, as probably most teams can say that. But they returned four starters on the O line. All right, they get Ty J Spears back at running back. This is a guy that tore his ACL in the third game. He was having mons. He had he was getting 217 yards a game last year before that injury. 
Spears is a beast. And uh, they also have Cameron Carroll, who I played in my DFS lineup, but they also brought in Utah grad transfer, Devin Brumfield at that running back spot. I, I think the offense is going to be all right. I think the offense, as long as Pratt goes, you know, continues to improve. I think it really could turn into something. He was uh what's that? Um, 55% completion percentage. That's going to have to improve. Nice TD to interception ratio, I guess, or at least decent 20 to eight for a freshman. That's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I like to see him reduce the interceptions yeah. there a little bit, but uh, um, defense or no offensively, they were the 22nd scoring off and 17th rushing the ball. Willie Fritz used to run the triple option. Boom. That look, it still, it still shows that he likes the, 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 yeah. to run the rock 109th passing. That's going to get better when you start a freshman uh, 63rd overall in offense. Now the defensive side of the ball only returns five mm. and that defensive line had a couple of guys go to the NFL. Well, that's a good uh, thing for recruiting, but it's not necessarily a good thing for uh, continuing your success. Yeah, and I'm talking about Cameron Sample and Patrick Johnson. They're both in the NFL now. That is gonna you're gonna have to milk that because uh, these next guys coming up, you're only returning one of four on the D line, uh, or they depending on uh, how, how you break it down there. But um, right, linebacking core is good, but they're also uh, Inexperienced, but it, they should be solid this year. And the secondary, uh, you're bringing back two of five. So, how many how many starters are returning total on defense there? Five. Okay, so five. But some of these guys got burned. Some of these guys got burned a season ago. The, the linebacking core is really good. Yeah, Marvin Moody, uh, Kevin Henry, uh, they return for an extra year because of COVID. So they're they're that super senior spot. Um, and then Dorian Robinson, uh, or I'm sorry, Dorian Williams had a uh, 98 tackles and uh, 17, I believe of those four loss. There and they go. got Nick Anderson that the linebacking core is really good. I'm telling you it's the D the replacing the D line, but the, even the secondary, and they're these, returning three in the secondary, right? Yeah. Well, and they're also bringing in Darian Rakestraw from Colorado. I'm very familiar with him. Yeah. Uh, decent player, decent player. And I think can really make a, uh, he'll be a starter. I would imagine. And well, then it's funny because you see, uh, like you said, rushing offense number seventeen, passing offense number one hundred nine. Likewise, rushing defense number forty-two, passing defense number one fifteen. So yeah. in practice, that 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 triple option, the stuff that he was doing before, shows up on both sides of the ball. Yeah. You know, the ability to control the line of scrimmage is a strong point. The open field in the defensive backfield is a weak point. So, but having three defensive backs back. That yeah. helps. And, and like I said, getting some of those key, key pieces. Now they, they also went out in the transfer portal, added Joseph Dorsius, a uh, defensive lineman from Memphis coming in, coming over within the conference, Patty C. But I, I hit on rake straw. I think rake straw is going to, going to be a difference maker right away. They also brought in uh ULM transfer, Tyler lamb, a tight end. And then this is another one that I think will be, you'll see playing uh, sub- substantial minutes, at least uh, Lance Robinson, a cornerback from Kansas state coming in. Uh, those guys all key. Uh, I hit on the Utah transfer already. So the, the defense kind of, kind of gonna get tested uh, early on too, as they uh, open up the season hosting the Oklahoma Sooners. But tell me about the recruiting. Um, well, they, they, they made a little jump recently, 2017. They're all the way down at one twelve, which are 112, which was, uh, Fritz's first year, Fritz's first year, 11th in the AAC. But after that, Jumped to 68, eight or uh, 68, sorry, uh, 94, uh, 69th, and then 106. So hovering at the four 
eight, three and eight mark in the AAC. They're an averagely talented team within the conference. Um, There could be improvement. Where, Where do you think Fritz is in terms of the hierarchy of coaches in the American? I actually think it's probably better than, than most, but yeah, but I'll say this uh, fickle's doing such an unbelievable job. I think you got to have him one. Yeah. After that. Well, who are the teams? In the well, I think you go Malzon, Malzon and Dykes probably, or no, Niamatololo probably too. Right. You got him above Fritz. Yeah. I think he's done it for longer, but Fritz is right there. He's top five to me. Okay. Yeah, I put, I put Fritz ahead of Houston and, 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 uh, and Holgerson. Yes, I would ahead of Silverfield. Yes. Uh, who's over at temple right now? Uh, Rod Carey, I would put Fritz above him. Fritz above Rod Carey. Jeff Scott at UCF, yes, or USF. I mean, yeah. yeah. What about uh, SMU has um, Sonny, uh, Dykes. Uh, Dykes? I think you could argue that Dykes is better, but I think they're Fritz. Fi- they're about yeah. even. Fritz and Dykes. And then you got Montgomery at Tulsa, but I think Fritz is ahead of Montgomery. Okay, so Malzahn. Yes, I think you you, you have to because of the national championship. Although, if I was starting a program, I think I might rather have Fritz. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I mean, he's done it at lower levels, so maybe yeah. he's just building up to, unfortunately, since he's 61, this may be his last stop, Yeah. but maybe he can get them. Uh, Wouldn't it be great to see him like a, for a decade? Like yeah, elevate he's 61 them. right now. I want to see him retire at Tulane at 75. That would be awesome. So, but within the conference, we're saying uh, fickle uh, Malzahn and probably Niamatololo above him. And then may, after that, you could argue Dykes, Dykes you could argue he's like tied yeah. for number four, yeah, yeah. fifth at worst as for us, that's great for Tulane. I mean, you combine that with a pretty much average talent. Maybe we're going to see them push past that 500 mark soon. Yeah, and let's get let's get to this. I think I think the big thing though, if if you're a Tulane fan, you got to find your receivers because you lost your receivers in the defensive line, and obviously the secondary was weak. The defensive line will probably end up being solid based on track record, but secondary. Gonna get tested in that AAC, and especially with your out of conference schedule against two of the biggest off, two of the best offenses in the country. Yeah, that could be you could be playing the top two offenses in the country. Let's get to this win total, Patty. See, once again, ain't nothing changed. It's at five and a half. The only thing that's changed to me is this schedule is way tougher than years past. Yeah. So like you said, I mean, Oklahoma has been top six offensively scoring for the last, at least four years as as far back as we dug recently. And then Ole Miss was number two in the country last year. Was it? Yeah. Behind that's Kent what State. I'm saying. So you, you, you it's just first brutal. three games, your face, your defense going to get whooped on a little bit. Week one, they are hosting, hosting the Sooners. Look, the last time the Sooners played an AAC team on the road, they lost to Houston. Yeah. Any chance for an upset in new Orleans? On Saturday, September fourth, at Yeoman Stadium, Patty C. Very, very, very little chance for an upset here. But never say never. What would it mean to this program if they were oh, able to pull man. this? Man, that would be, be amazing. A massive step forward for both them and I don't know. I this don't is know. a brutal schedule, man. It would certainly help with recruiting for Tulane. I'm gonna make a case, Patty C. I'm gonna make a case that every single team on their schedule, minus their FCS opponent. And South Florida will be a bowl team. Wow. Uh, this is a brutal schedule this year. All right. You think ECU? I think I, for sure. Phil Steele backs me up on that They're too. They're going to get to six, you think? Phil Steele has them as a bowl team. Okay. Um, you said minus South Florida? 
My, my yeah, South Florida. minus South Florida. South Florida and Morgan State are the only two teams that will not be bowling on this schedule. Wow. Yeah, I would have to agree with you actually. I uh, mean, assuming ECU does go bowling. Well, that's definitely happening. They might win the whole, you know, <laughs> national championship. Well, no, they would not. They, you know, the committee wouldn't put them in, but right. they, 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 uh, they they'll still be able to hang yeah. a banner though. Um, here we go. Oh, and one out the gate against Oklahoma. Win totals at five and a half. Week week two, they got the Bears of Morgan State. That is a win, one and one. And I think if you're a Tulane fan, you circle this next one. Yeah. Uh, talk about regional recruiting uh, boost here. Let me ask you this, Patty C. Uh, we only saw Ole Miss play a uh, a conference only schedule last year, right? Mm-hmm. They went five and five. They only beat Kentucky by one last year, going for two. Um, is Kentucky that much better than Tulane? Is Kentucky or Ole Miss? Is Kentucky? Is Kentucky that much better than Ole Miss or than no, Tulane? Than Tulane. Ah, uh, oh, we're talking about what Ole Miss did against yeah. uh, Kentucky last yeah. year. Um, I think they're a little ahead of Tulane, but not much, not much. So if yeah, you're right. If Kentucky can keep it close against, uh, I just Ole think Miss. this is the one you want to circle. If you can somehow pull off an upset, I mean, you go back and I know Kiffin wasn't there in 19 at Ole Miss, but this is a team that did somewhat struggle. They, they lost to Memphis in 19. They lost, or they, they only beat Southeast Louisiana by 11. Um, I understand Jeff Levy came in and Matt Corral and this offense looks absolutely, you know, fire. I'm just saying if I think if you have any shot at bowling, you're going to need to pull off an upset or two. If you're a Tulane fan, well, here's the thing. You got to figure this is going to be an absolute shootout uh, based on the fact that, okay, Tulane, like we said, number 22 um, scoring offense in the country last year. Um, and then defensively, the number one fifteen pass defense against Ole Miss. This is dangerous. Yeah, they, this, this is might really put dangerous. Them at dead last. Well, that's a, that, dude. Their numbers are going to be so jaded next year because you're playing yeah. Oklahoma. Think think of these offenses, Patty C. They have Oklahoma on the schedule, Ole Miss, UCF, yeah. and and SMU. Yeah, I mean, those are four. There's a high chance, and Memphis might be <laughs> top twenty two, but I'm saying they're going to get four of the top. I would say 15 offenses in the country. Let me see here. Oklahoma finished six. UCF finished eight. We said, uh, what, what did SMU finish? SMU. I know they had 15. Some, that's what I'm saying. They're going to get four top 15 offenses on the schedule. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. And that's assuming Houston doesn't have a big year, but, uh, th- I think they got to beat Ole Miss. I think if you're a Tulane fan, that's the one you circle. Because my here's my here's my reasoning. Yeah. If, if you can get on a roll here and beat Morgan State, pull off the upset in Oxford, mm-hmm. come home to UAB. Which, by the way, I expect to win nine or ten games. Yeah, that's a tough game. That for is them, an too. unbelievably tough game. But I think it's one you guys one you need. Yeah. And then at ECU, you won at ECU last year. It's funny. I had uh, I had Stephen Iger on from twenty four seven Sports who covers ECU, and apparently Mike Houston and Fritz go way back. Yeah. And apparently, like he said, if there's any game on the schedule ECU has circled, it's the Tulane one because Houston was embarrassed by his team's performance last year. And with him and Fritz having a, a they, they go back a ways. Yeah, he's gonna, this is the one that he says more than any game on on ECU's schedule that that they ECU want, will be getting up for. That's what he he predicted. So yeah, uh, and talk about a game that like 
somewhat pretty evenly matched programs right now. But I'm saying if they're able to upset Ole Miss, you're you can make a case where they rattle off a few wins in a row. Yeah. The I last mean, time Houston played at New Orleans, they lost to, to Tulane. So uh, that that's your best case scenario because otherwise, I don't think you're going to be able to like if let's say they lose to Ole Miss or they're one and two, then they get UAB. Gun to my head, give me Tulane, but I expect this to be like a 28-28 game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You're talking about uh UAB. UAB. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be a close one. Um then traveling to I mean they assuming they get that one. Yeah. Right? Traveling to ECU the next week, they're going to have their hands full again. But if they get that, they could be 3 and 2. Let's then they have Houston on a short week. Houston on the second end of a back-to-back road coming to uh Tulane on a Thursday night. Not a super long trip, but you know, it's tough, yeah. especially with the elements of the triple so, option. So let me ask you this: Their bye week's October sixteenth. What's their record by by that bye week? I bet they're three and three. If they're three and three, if they get in Morgan State, UAB, and either Houston or ECU, I bet they're actually two and four. That's what I think too. Yeah, that's what I think too. And I'm look, I'm a Fritz guy, but I think they're going to be two and four. Yeah. Um, they get a bye week, then they're at SMU, Patty C. Now this is one SMU a season ago beat them by three. Yeah, they could get them. I I think they could get them too. It's at SMU. I'm favoring SMU. I agree, and it's Another on a Thursday, Thursday yeah. game. What does SMU uh, have the week before that? SMU's coming off a bye. I guess they're both coming off byes, so there's no advantage there. I favor SMU slightly. Yeah. Um, I think we got to give them one of these. Uh, uh, we'll give them one on November 13th. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, then they're home to Cincinnati. Probably that's L. a loss. So right there, what is that right there? Two and two and six. Yeah. So the, they they can't with the win total sitting at five and a half, they can't afford another loss. And they're at UCF. That's a loss. Two and seven. We just cashed our 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 under ticket. Yeah. Home to Tulsa. Like I think this so is a great game. Out. Let's yeah. say let's give them that one. Yeah. Three three and seven. Right. Would that put them at right? Yeah. Yep. Home to South Florida. That's a win. Yeah. Four and seven at Memphis. I think is a winnable game. I believe they beat Memphis a season ago by fourteen. Wow. Um. Maybe that is a win. It's on the road this time. I mean, think about. Think I like. About, I guess I go under, but Fritz just just proves me wrong every time I go against him. Tulane's losses last year: a three-point loss against Navy, and that was one of the most wild losses. They were up twenty-four to like. To, to seven or something with like 10 minutes left. And they lost that game. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Um, although weren't they the ones the week before that pulled the miracle comeback on uh, South Alabama, South Alabama. Yeah. Or yeah. They, yeah. So, um, but then um, a, an overtime loss against SMU, a double overtime loss at uh, Tulsa. Um, not even a terrible loss only by 17 at UCF. Um they they were actually well, especially when you consider starting a freshman quarterback and they whooped the crap out of army like this team was actually better than probably anyone is thinking that's why i feel like i just got to say over because of what is the it's five and a half yeah that's all that's a tough schedule though dude but i know it's it's a much tougher schedule than traditionally but they won a lot of these games that we're counting as lo- losses like last year look okay morgan state uab ucf or not UCF. I'm sorry. Morgan state, UAB, USF and Tulsa. That's four wins right there. And we're just going to give them. 
right? Well, I don't the know Tulsa why one, we're giving them Tulsa. Yeah, I don't know why we're giving them Tulsa either, but I'm saying <laughs> they got to beat someone that we're not right, projecting. Well, they beat ECU on the road by 17 last yes. year, so I'm going to give them a win there. No. <laughs> Kobe, uh, it's not going to happen. Check your ECU pride for <laughs> no, a second no, here. No, not going to happen. Uh, it's easy to see a tide turn, and the tide is turning with, with in Greenville at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Remember, they had no fans. That at ECU was nothing last year. You go this year, place is going to be lit. Well, they're not going this year. They're hosting them this year, right? No, no, they got to go again. Yeah, that's at ECU, buddy. Ah, two straight years in old Dowdy Ficklin. This time they do get the the full experience, so maybe it is uh, trickier for them. I'm gonna, you know what. Fuck it. I'm going to die hard here. I'm not going under well, three I, straight years winning. I'm going to call for them to go six and six. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to get there. Yeah. I don't know how he's going to get there, but he does it. He does it every year. Well, watch out. He'll beat Houston. Watch him beat Morgan state. Let me get, here's my six wins. Ready? Yeah. Morgan state, UAB, Houston, Tulsa, South Florida, Memphis. All right. Look, his non-conference schedule is tough this year, but still he does better in the American than we give him credit for. I'm taking the under buddy. Let me look at 19 when you're taking the under every year against this guy. See 19. What does he do? He beats FIU. He beats Houston. He beats army. He beats Tulsa. When are you going to give him his due? (laughs) Look that year, they only lost to UCF by three. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They are. Uh, look, let me ask you this. How, w- at what point do you learn? Cause I think you've gone against him three straight years and you've lost three straight years. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it's time for me to give him his due, but his schedule, I don't think has ever been this hard. I, I agree. The American better and the non-conference is tougher. Let's compare it to, I mean, he's getting Ole Miss and Oklahoma and UAB. The, the, if, there's a chance that's like, yeah. If Oklahoma goes 12 and 0, UAB could get 10 wins. Uh Ole Miss could be a eight win team. You could be sitting there talking about yeah. uh, a good 30 wins between those three teams. Yeah. Um That's brutal. 2018 they had Wake, UAB and Ohio State. Yeah, 19 it was Florida International, Auburn, Missouri uh, State and Army. Army. It's it, yeah, it, this is year this is a much harder year. I'm still going to just trust the fact that Willie Fritz is going to find a way. Give me, give me six and six. They're in the potato bowl again. Well, I'll say, I'll say this much. You have uh, through your faith convinced me that I need to watch this team a little more closely. I will say the presence of Pratt who I liked, I will say they're much more beautiful uniforms. I think that Tulane actually, in my opinion, and I have a little uh, Gen Z here in terms of like, you know, being attracted to pretty things, shiny things. I think they've, uh, they've beautified the look of their program. Maybe, I like it. maybe Tulane is on the rise here. They are what certainly they from Oklahoma week a one? uniform standpoint. If they beat Oklahoma <laughs> week one, then everyone's going to be talking then that about over is smashed. Then New Orleans <laughs> football. I mean, what happens there? Cause I, I, I did some research on, uh, recruiting in the state of Louisiana and no state is dominated as thoroughly uh, by a singular team as LSU dominates that state. And even to the point where all those other teams are way down, but all three of them, uh, uh, Louisiana Tulane, And I forget, I think it was even Louisiana tech. 
um, are all rising, slowly rising on the uh, recruiting trail. Uh, Louisiana is coming up fast, so Tulane needs to keep pace. But uh, uh, also, the, they lost three games on the final play of the season last year. Or I'm sorry, three. They lost three games on the final play of the game last season. Oof, brutal. Look, if there's a crimson tide that can do it, there is a green wave that can do it. <laughs> it's easy to see a tide Sorry, turn. I was trying to yeah. get that going faster. It's easy to see a wave. Yeah. Fucking I'm crash. Saying, a green wave, crash, wave doesn't man. crash. It's not going to crash. It's going to crash on Oklahoma. Boom. All right. Uh, all right, folks. If you're a first time listener to the college, I'm going to go over. Look, I understand the schedule. I think you look at it. It tells you under. I'm just going to count on Willie Fritz winning a game that I'm not expecting. Yeah. This is not look other years. This has been a lock of mine. This will not be a lock. Well, he has one thing that everyone else doesn't that no other coach in college football has a slamming hot wife to go home to <laughs> that gives you that extra juice. Exactly. exactly. You, know, you wonder what his secret is. Take a look at those. You said no one else in the, in college football. I'm sure there are some, uh, some, uh, <laughs> Uh, some husbands yeah, of beautiful I, wives saying. in the ranks of yeah, college football I coaches. I guarantee you. Who I else has a slamming hot wife? Uh, I'm sure that. I mean, I, fuck if I know, but I'm saying. Kiffin had a pretty hot wife, but they're divorced now. Well, she went to L.A. Yeah, you know, she got. She probably she, ran into Danny DeVito at the diner. Well, said, she probably hey. heard about uh, <laughs> Joey Freshwater messing around with Nick Saban's uh, daughter. There is so. that. That really happened. I don't know. If that oh, okay. Happened. Anyway, just... <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna go Fritz on the over. Give me Fritz on the over. All right. I'm taking the under. Sorry, bud. Right. I'm doubting again. Mr. Yeah. Doubting Mustafa. Four years in a row. <laughs> when will I learn? Yes. Uh, folks, if you're a first time listening to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe because we uh, are breaking out all 130 college football teams. There'll be a podcast for every team in the land. Yes. 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 Um, also, make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience. Ron Hunter, the head coach of the Green Wave basketball team, he came over from Georgia State, where Georgia State was a thorn in the side of the NCAA tournament there. He put some great teams there at the pan with the Panthers. And now I think he's building up the green wave. I think they're going to have their best team yet in the AAC. You will have you covered on the college basketball experience where we talk college basketball year round over there. Well, over here, we talk college football year round over here. Yes. So subscribe, tell a friend, me, Patty C NC, Nick, we've handicapped every single division one college football and college basketball game for the past four years. We've never had a losing season at either of the sports and I'm talking individually. So obviously as a collective, we're over 500. We're also way over 500 on our locks. And we give you all of that for free on the SGPN app, uh, which is free to download in the app store, Google play store. Go get that. You'll get all of our podcasts. Um, shit. We've got uh, Phil Steele was on talking college football. Uh, uh, we've had just great guests. Mike Leach is on often bill Burr. We want to get Willie Fritz. Yeah, on here. We want to get Willie Fritz on here. He's a, he's a legend. Um, so subscribe. You're going to get all that contest. We gave away a thousand dollars in the NBA finals just for free for nothing for just, for just talking sports with us, turning in a little paper. Boom. 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 So get that SGPN app. And when you do leave us a five-star review on that app and then take a screenshot with your phone. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D give me a follow and uh, show me that screenshot and I will send you a college experience t-shirt. Yes. At the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give us all a follow. And make sure you also follow the the college football experience at TCE on SGPN and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. Follow them all. Have a following. Have a following frenzy there. All right. 
Um, and then also check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. Sometimes work blocks you from a lot of sports fun or gambling fun sports gambling podcast, Slack channel, get that Slack app. A lot of fun, a lot of fun there. All right, folks. Don't be a Sobel. Let's yes, go. Yes. He's on the under again with the green wave. And I am going to, it's easy to see this tide turn and it turned when they hired Willie Fritz. This is the college football experience. Tulane green wave style. You better start thinking about yours. And we are.